0: Welcome to the Domestic Fuelcast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy, produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media.
1: Some researchers say algae biodiesel isn't commercially sustainable, but advocates charge they might have ulterior motives for the gloomy forecast. I'm your host, John Davis. A new study out of Kansas State University questions whether algae-based biodiesel is commercially viable. One of the study's authors, Dr. Peter Fromm, a professor in the school's Department of Chemical Engineering, says that while he found that it's possible to produce enough biodiesel to make it a net energy gain over the amount of energy that goes into the green fuel's production, it won't make money.
2: Now, one central uh, parameter in this is the productivity of algae, in this case, say per square meter of pond area and time. That's a very, very important number. Because uh, it dictates how big your facility is and what your capital outlay is going to be to build this. So, that number is really central. And uh, we looked very carefully and looked at a lot of literature to find a number that is quite optimistic, not overly, not unfeasible, but not pessimistic either. Uh, so, what we're using in the study is uh, 50 grams per square meter and day as far as the total algal biomass produced. Uh, this would have to be done throughout the year every day. And um, that productivity, then coupled with the oil content, we took about 48 percent oil uh, in this uh, 50 grams per square meter in day. Uh, that gives you a basis for the economics, really. And the uh, theoretical maximum, there is a theoretical maximum based on the incoming light, the uh, frequency of the incoming light, the spectrum of the incoming light, how you can't use the whole uh, the whole uh, spectrum of incoming sunlight, for example, and algae uh, scientists have looked at that very closely for many years. Uh, how much biomass can be generated at maximum? Uh, and there is numbers that would probably range in the 150 to perhaps 200 grams per square meter day as a total theoretical maximum. With many, many uh, 100% assumptions, let's just say. Uh, so we feel very comfortable with 50, uh, and if you ask people in uh, uh, perhaps that, that have experience in this, you will often hear, well, yes, one could probably get 50, but not on a sustained basis throughout the year. That's probably more 10, maybe 20 grams per square meter a day. So we feel it's a fairly optimistic assumption. It's below the theoretical maximum, and one has to stay below that, because the sunlight can't be changed. Um, And so that's what we're going into the economics with, and uh, if you do that, you find that at this uh, productivity, uh, really, uh, to to make diesel, and that's very specific, that's the product, not a high-value product, uh, say some food supplement or something, uh, but it's diesel. Uh, If you want to make that at this type of productivity, uh, you really are up against a pretty uh, serious obstacle uh, if you do not get some outside support for your operation. And we did not assume that. We said the economics have to stand on their own. We're not assuming some subsidy. We're not assuming other, say, beneficial situation. We're doing the economics with no free lunch. So the operation has to stand on its own. Uh, then with uh, 50 grams per square meter a day, you're definitely not going to make money. You're going to lose money every day.
1: In fact, Fromm says the algae would have to produce perhaps three times the amount of oil it currently does. The real work needs to go into boosting that level of output from the algae.
2: Right now, one shouldn't build ponds. One should work on the fundamentals, meaning the engine under the hood, which is the algae itself. If there's any hope for this, the productivity has to be increased significantly and sustained over a long time in the field in um, a significant large bioreactor system. Um, so, uh, to us it seems the, um, the, the organism itself, which is the engine of the whole system, um, you know, you, you can tune your suspension all you want. If you have a bad engine, it's just not going to go very fast. So, if you, uh, the work should, co- should be concentrating on the engine, and there's quite a few people that are doing that. There's a limit to it. You can't ask more than physics gives you as far as the sunlight. And uh, to redesign the entire photosystem of the green plants is perhaps many, many years out, if, if that's at all on the horizon. So we feel uh, doing your best with the, uh, tuning up the engine, essentially, uh, that might be the way to put resources and uh, uh, before going
0: into mass culture.
1: But Barry Cohen, the executive director of the advocacy group, the National Algae Association, says Fromm is not looking at real-world conditions.
0: There is a very big learning curve between what goes on at a university in a lab and what goes on in a commercial uh, uh, scale-up setting. For the last 35 years, all they have been working with has been uh, little tiny desktop photobioreactors, little uh, uh, desktop uh, centrifuges, and little uh, desktop extractors. And as I said, there's a very, very big learning curve between uh, what they have been doing for the last 35 years at universities and what we are doing as the trade association. There is a very big difference.
1: Cohen says Fromm's assumption that algae would be grown in open ponds is an old, outdated technology, and most algae growers are using vertical photobioreactors and fermenters. He also contends that algae researchers have a financial reason for not seeing algae commercialized.
0: The DOE's congressional mandate okay, has been to take uh, taxpayer money. Give it to algae researchers at universities. Period. Only for and those, those uh, that that taxpayer money for the last thirty five years could only be used for research, not for commercialization. And this is this is uh, what we un- uncovered about four years ago. I brought it to the DOE's attention. Okay, and as they have told us, uh, that that it will take uh, a, congres- a new congressional mandate to, to change it from uh, uh, research to production. So, when you say when you when you say, "Well, but you know, this information came from an algae researcher," my first question is. Is has this algae researcher ever grown algae commercially on acreage?
1: From are, the are you chart- are you contending then that that these researchers, for lack of a better phrase, have a disincentive from the government to commercialize it because as soon as they commercialize it, they don't get to keep doing research on how to commercialize it?
0: Let me let me <laughs> say it a little differently. Okay. Um, we have, um, I have, uh, when I started this four years ago, I got calls from uh, some of the larger uh, algae researchers that, that get, get a lot of grants, you know, from the government. And basically, um, uh, they were very concerned that what I was doing was going to put them out of a job.
1: Fromm says he has received no money for this study, especially no money from the Department of Energy. I'm John Davis reporting.
0: You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of domesticfuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry.